A From Dublin to Cleveland production. Hello and welcome to From Dublin to Cleveland. I am Logan Howard and I am joined as always by my friend Brendan Thomas Merritt. How's it going, Brendan? I'm great. Always great. Just a cold, rainy day here in Ireland. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm in uh, I'm in snowy Ohio, so we've got a foot of snow outside. Lots of fun. Um, <laughs> so before we get started with our episode today, I just wanted to say that um, we were so thankful to Katie for sending us some fan mail this week. Uh, hopefully... Us saying that will bring more fan mail to us. Uh, if you'd like to get a hold of us, you can always send us an email at from Dublin to Cleveland at gmail.com. Please do that. Ask us your questions. We'll, we could even do a podcast episode on fan questions. We could do so many things. Um, we could even have you come on if you want. So send us a message. Do it this week. Um, sit down. Write us out an email. We'd love to hear from you. Um, so that's my cheap plug for today. Uh, into our episode. Uh, so what we're going to do today is we're going to put Brendan's Irish uh, trivia on test. We're going to see if he's a true Irish person or not. It might, it, we, he might have been just faking us all this whole time. So I'm going to ask him 15, uh, 15 Irish trivia questions. <laughs> and we're going to see if, uh, if he can answer them correctly or give us an answer for them. So... Uh, Brendan, are you ready for this? <laughs> no, but go ahead. <laughs> what happens if I get all right? Uh, so with, um, I guess you can punish me in any way <sighs> you'd like because I feel like I'm going to have some punishment in the upcoming weeks. <laughs> All, All right. So, <laughs> so with that being said, here is yes. Here is question number one. What music symbol is on the coat of arms of the country of Ireland? A harp. A harp is the absolute correct answer. He's got the first one right, folks. One for one. Question number two. What is Northern Ireland? If you ask me when I'm not being live streamed, I say it's not a country, it's a state. (laughs) But I, but politically <laughs> speaking, yeah, they recognize it as a country of uh, six counties. <laughs> so do you want my biased answer or the politically correct answer? <laughs> I will take both. So that is absolutely correct. Part of the UK. <laughs> absolutely correct. Unless you're from Northern Ireland, then only one of those is correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Name one thing. Just one they thing. They know which one's correct. That they was invented in Ireland. Mm-mm. 
We create a kind of stethoscope. Yes. Yes, that's correct. It's called the binaural stethoscope. So that's absolutely correct. Yeah. That that's three for three. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Other things that Ireland has created is color photography, the hypodramic syringe, the guided torpedo, sure. and there's plenty more. <laughs> All right. Question number four. Well, yep. Uh, Dublin give Dublin gives its name to which particular shellfish? As in, like, there's a shellfish named after Dublin. Correct. I don't know a fish called <laughs> dove, meaning black. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. Incorrect. The answer is the Dublin Bay Prawn. Uh, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, okay. That makes sense. Okay. So, you know, one, one wrong. That was a harder question, I think. Um, next question. Grafton Street in Dublin cent city center is particularly famous for what? It's not one I frequent very often and because, you know, teacher salary. <laughs> but those who are on big books like to shop there. <laughs> Yes, yes, it is famous for shopping. Absolutely correct. <sighs> All right, uh, number number six. The National Cathedral of the Church of Ireland is located on which street? Patrick. Yes, Patrick Street. Absolutely correct. Or Pierce, let's see. Patrick, it was Patrick Street. Yeah, Patrick, Patrick Street. Street. Yeah, Patrick, Patrick Street's Street. absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, question number seven. How many rail stations are situated in Dublin? Ah, there's one that I guess, and then there's one that I once got lost looking for. <laughs> one plus one is two. <laughs> Connolly, <laughs> named after James Connolly. Yes. One of our heroes who got shot and couldn't walk out of the GPO in the 16 Rising. Houston. Which I always remember, because Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> which I had when I went looking yes, for it. Yes, absolutely correct. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely correct. Another one down. All right. <laughs> Question number eight. What is the name of the fairy that in Irish cultures is said to forewarn families of death? That is called a banshee. She appears to you and she screams but she is, in fact, mourning. 
an upcoming death of yours. Yes, absolutely correct. 100%. Another one right. <clears throat> Next one. Next question. What is the salmon... Uh, what is what is salmon associated with in Irish myth mythology? <laughs> I won't tell you the myth because if I give like the one line version, y'all will just think that how kind of story is that. I might come to in a future video, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> knowledge—the salmon of knowledge. Some show wisdom in there. It, yes. it, it's a whole thing. It's yes. a whole thing. <laughs> it's a whole thing. We'll we will cover it in week. upcoming weeks for sure. Yes, we will cover it in upcoming weeks for sure. Oh, just thanks. because we've planted the seed in your brain. <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, question number. Question number ten. What is the name that is given to the Irish Prime Minister? Yep, um, our Prime Minister is called the Taoiseach. Now, when you look at the spelling, it looks like Taoiseach, but it's pronounced Taoiseach. Yep. A-O-I in Irish yes. is pronounced E. S-E is pronounced Sh, and A-C-H is pronounced Ach. So Taoiseach, Taoiseach. Taoiseach is absolutely correct. I literally have no idea how it's pronounced as I gave an answer. <laughs> <laughs> Question 11. True or false? Roman Catholicism is the official state religion as per the Constitution in Ireland. True or false? That is false, but as per our Constitution, Jesus is the King of Ireland which I wrote in a ballot a few years ago when I liked no one running for office and it made the news. <laughs> That's my uh, crowning achievement of life. <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive. There you I'm, go. I'm impressed. Uh, absolutely correct. Right, so if you're even I was like, correct. hang on a second, that was my ballot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Great. Um, <clears throat> like that boat looks familiar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, question number 12. Um, what was the name of the Irish currency before it joined the euro in the year 2002? Okay, so we had a form of the pound, but the pound is different in Scotland, England, Northern Ireland, England, Scotland, and England and Wales are the same one. The other three have different ones. So we called ours the punt. Hmm. So it's called the pound, but every nation had their own. So ours is called the punt. P-U-N-T. Yep. Yes, it is called the punt, sort of like what you do in American football when you uh, 
it's fourth down and you can't pick up a first down. You punt it away. <laughs> sure. Totally was going to make the connection in the second or two. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Question number 13. What is the maximum term for an Irish government as stipulated by the law? I'm for one term would be five years. But they usually cap it at four. Yes, absolutely correct. Five years is the maximum term that they can uh, be in government. Yep, absolutely correct. All right, two questions left. Yeah, but I don't know if they're ever popular. Question number 14. For five years. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Brandon. I think you could stay I think you could stay in power for more than 5 years. I I just think you could. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will when I'm T-Shock. I'm going to get rid of that rule. <laughs> Because my enemies will officially use against me. He's a dictator. All right. Fascist. (laughs) Oh, brother. All right. Uh, Question 14. Question 14 is, uh, which author is regarded as the best-selling Irish-born author of all time? This might surprise some people because England <laughs> has kind of claimed him as their own. But uh, that would actually be C.S. Lewis. Um, he actually created the Chronicles of Narnia in Anagassan, which is a 10, about 10, 15 minute drive from where I live, depending on who's behind the wheel of the car. <laughs> They've got a beautiful beach and um, he created Narnia there. Interesting. So basically what we're learning here is if you want a story written, you need to be an Irish born person because otherwise the stories just won't be as good. I think that's what I'm learning here. (laughs) If I may offer the absolute cheekiest and most unscripted of all plugs, guys, I have written a book. And on the very last page of the book, you actually see a photograph of me in Anagassan, where C.S. Lewis created Narnia. I just thought I would have a nice little, please, pretend I'm C.S. Lewis. And rub off his anointing <laughs> for writing on myself. <laughs> shameless plug over. Yes. Yeah, buy it and make me Cheap, famous. Shameless plug. <laughs> He's doing so well in the quiz. He wouldn't have done that cheap cheap plug if it wasn't if he wasn't doing well that's all i'm saying (laughs) oh if i knew i was losing i never would (laughs) all right last question this is not for all the marbles um it's going to be a probably a layup question but which day is observed on the first monday of june in ireland Oh, 
Oh, that's a bank holiday. Bank holidays are the best days in Ireland. <laughs> the banks are closed, which can be inconvenient. Just organize yourselves, get there the Friday beforehand. But um, yeah, you don't have to go to work. And if you decide to, you have to double pay. Bank holidays are the best days. There you go. So that's the June bank holiday Monday. <laughs> Here in America, here in America, we have so many different holidays. We got, we name them and all these special things. And in Ireland, they just say, meh, it's a bank holiday this month. <laughs> bank holiday. <laughs> we all know what it means. <laughs> Very creative storytellers, not so creative with their holidays, but that's okay. It, we all have our weaknesses. <laughs> So, uh, with with that, our final totals. Final totals are 14 correct, 1 incorrect. And that was just because it was a fish-related question. So, thank you, Brendan. You have, have passed your Irish quiz. <laughs> I like Oh my god. <laughs> Guys, you have no idea the extent to which I was bricking this trivia question before <laughs> we turned the cameras on. <laughs> I was almost throwing up in the bathroom. Logan threatened my citizenship. He said if I got off camera that if I got more than 13 uh, or a few more than 13 right, well, I'd be living with him because Ireland is going to Chase me out of sports. Nothing gets a podcaster in line quite like threatening them with excommunication from their own nation. <laughs> yep, nothing gets them in line. <laughs> oh. Join us next time when Logan gets punished and gets uh, the same treatment next week. <laughs> and then some. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, hi, guys. Well, hopefully you all enjoyed that segment. Um, if you have any questions about Ireland, and that you would like answered, like Logan said, by our son, email to, I forget what we're called, <laughs> from Dublin to Cleveland, <laughs> gmail.com. Someday I will remember what that email address is. <laughs> I was like, what's the transition? Someday. And uh, we'll get back to you. Someday. So guys, we're going to move into our time in the word now. And it's a nice short one. It's Matthew 23, 12. Matthew 23, 12. And it says, For whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. Whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. Logan, when you hear that verse, what comes to mind? 
Well, um, I guess if I can, if I can go first, um, when I think of this, when I think of this passage, um, it, it is so contrary to how we as Americans, we as a world think, um, with our advertising and all this, this jazz that we get in the world, it tells us that to be exalted, you have to put yourself out there. You have to parade yourself. You have to be proud. You have to fight for yourself. You have to take care of yourself. You have to put, promote yourself, um, put yourself on all the different platforms. Um, you've got to have a good social media presence. You've got to look the part, act the part, talk the part, um, because that's the way you make money. That's the way you'll be successful. Um, that That's how you're respected is if you just – do everything in your power to make yourself to be the best person and the most respected person. Um, but this verse goes contrary to that to a T. It says, whoever exalts himself will be humbled. So if you go out and you try to make yourself into the best person and make yourself look good and put other people down so you look better, guess what? You're going to get humbled because – in the grand scheme of things, in the big picture of the world, you and we are just little blips in eternity. We, um, our time on earth, if we're lucky, God gives us a hundred years. If we're, um, if we're extremely lucky, we'll get 110 years. Um, but he gives us just a short little time here on earth. And so why do we think that we can be the greatest person ever or the greatest of all time or any of these things? Because if we're out to do that, we're going to fail. We're going to be humbled. We're going to be put in our place because God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble, as it says in the Bible. And and here as well. And he says he will take down those who are exalt themselves. And the other side of it says he who humbles himself will be exalted. So if you humble yourself, if you serve others and sacrifice and give up your time and your money and all those other things for others and don't make it about yourself and don't focus on yourself, um, you will be exalted. So it's a, uh, it's a paradox. It's reversed to how you would think and how the world wants to, wants us to think about how to act in these situations. It's completely, um, flipped on its face. So instead of, doing a to get a you have to act like b the opposite of a <laughs> to get a so um very very uh convicting and thoughtful verse um uh, brendan anything you'd like to add or maybe something that i left out <laughs> that, that, that was grace yeah um, you know, I just think of legs of Moses. You know, Moses became effectively the uncrowned king of Israel, um, the deliverer, the one who led them for 40 years out of Egypt and through the wilderness and into battles against giant nations and right up to the border, effectively, of the promised land. And he's described in the words as having been the most humble 
man on earth at that time. And hello, our God knows the human heart because he created it. He knows the thoughts and intentions within every soul. And that he could honestly say that. Wow. Um, you know, John the Baptist was um you know a bit of a funny looking up scallion. Lived in the desert, ate locusts, like ugh. Uh, you know, wore camel skins because <laughs> reasons. But, you know, he just declared, prepare ye the way of the Lord. And when the Lamb of God came, he didn't say, ha see, I announced it. He didn't say, ah, I came first, I paved the way. But he put all attention on the Lamb, on the Lord, on Jesus. And Jesus would call him the greatest prophet that there was. Um, even though we effectively know very little about his career, let's be honest. Um, but God saw every single day, every sacrifice, every moment. And know that no matter what you're going through, he sees the sacrifices you're making to show love to people in your world. Financial, relational, material, sacrifices of time. And no moment of God is wasted. And no moment of God is unseen. So hang in there. And in due course, he will exalt you. Whatever that looks like for you. In your world. And so Logan, you just pray us out. And we'll wrap up for today. Yeah, I can do that. Dear Lord and Heavenly Father, we, we come to... Um, we come to you yeah. this morning as we... As we are worshiping uh worshiping you we're reading about you and we talk about this this true proverb of humbling ourselves and exalting ourselves and lord i pray for each and every one of our hearts those who are listening those of us who are on this podcast me and brendan just i pray that you would help us not to exalt ourselves lord we could easily do that with uh brendan doing his book with this podcast we could easily make this podcast about ourselves and make it about focus on us and look at us and look at how great we are um, and suck in all of the, the glory of that. Or we can humbly come and sacrifice all of that and just be ourselves and have a good time and not take things personally and not try to exalt ourselves. Help us to do that. Help everyone within the the uh, the listening of my voice that they would they would be that way too. That they would you'd help them to be humble. You'd help them to sacrifice to. Um, to love people and serve people and care for people because that's Lord what you asked us and called us mm -hmm. to do um, is to love others the way you have loved us so help us to do that this week help us to worship and honor and glorify you in everything we say and do um, that all of it would not be pointed to us and it wouldn't be about us but as our weeks go on and our days go on that they would be about you so give us a a glorious rest of the day that you'd um, take care of us. You'd help us to get through it. You'd help us to be get things that we need done. Um, and all the while that we would be humble and not prideful with every, with anything that we're going through. Um, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
Have a good week, everybody. We will see you when we see you. <laughs> Amen. Take care, guys. <laughs>